years ago, two awkwardly shaped boys became best friends. That friendship grew over time. Then the two awkwardly shaped boys became men and got their own radio show. <laughs> what you're listening to right now is two best friends. It's Mikey and Bob. We've never seen each other naked. Not that we don't want to. It it just hasn't happened yet. Welcome to the 961 Kiss Morning Freak Show. Uh hi. Hi. Bob. Hey. You all right, man? Yeah. I thought you like died. When I woke I up this know. morning, I was worried about your uh, your well being. I really don't know what the hell happened. I woke up and uh, I, I woke up to a text message from you. Uh, let's see, what time did you send this to me here? Let me scroll back because it's quite a text. One fifty six in the morning. Bob is texting me. Um, and it is just gibberish. It is a bunch of backslashes. And it looks like you were it looks like you were texting me hieroglyphics. Like it's a good 50 60 backslashes though. Uh it's way more than 50 60 backslashes, Bob. It's about How do you think that's 50 or 60? There's like 50 or 60 backslashes per line there. It goes on forever. What sort Are you high right now? <laughs> what is wrong with you? It is a massive text message. It's almost like no, like what happened? Did you fall asleep on your phone I and have no it just clue. the backslash key because it is a huge text that you like it just all right. If you held down the backslash key on your phone for two to three straight minutes and then just hit send to somebody, that's what Bob did last night. I was worried, man. I was like, oh. I know if you were okay, or if you that that was your cry for help, like <laughs> sending secret codes over. The last thing you did was just be like, "Gotta send Mike these backslashes." Ah, save me. Yeah, I don't know. So you don't remember sending that at all? Uh no. Must no. have been your butt, man. I think your butt's trying to tell me something. Your butt's sending me secret messages. Middle of the night? Yeah, I think so. Two in the morning. Just my cheeks. Yeah. <laughs> Sneaking over my phone. That's right. <laughs> your cheeks were lonely. The rest of your body may have been asleep, but your cheeks were lonely. They were up at 2 in the morning. They wanted something. <laughs> they started going through your phone, man, and just decided to... Like, butt cheeks obviously can't communicate through text. This is all they knew. It just plopped down on the... The backslash bar and just kept going and going and going. It's really like you held down the uh, backslash bar for two minutes and tried to text it to me. No recollection of that whatsoever, huh? Uh, no, no. Cool. I didn't even know until you mentioned it to me this morning. Yeah, it was just like nice text, and you're like, "What are you? What are you talking about? No clue." Hey, good for you. Uh, hey, Super Bowl Fifty Two. Who is excited for Patriots Eagles? Ooh. Yeah. Yeah. Like, don't say you're not going to watch it, though. It's the Super Bowl. You're going to watch it. That's my favorite thing. I'm not even watching. No, I'm done. I just, first of all, stop lying. It's the Super Bowl. Yeah, you are. You'll watch. We'll all watch. Can even hate watch, but we're all going to watch, aren't we? I actually didn't, uh, 
I actually wasn't really paying attention to the games yesterday. Like the, uh, I just kind of had it on the background, but I, I really didn't care too much about the, uh, the games yesterday, the, uh, the championship games. Patriots beat the Jaguars 24-20, to and then the Philadelphia Eagles just destroyed the Vikings 38-7, to ruining the Vikings' chance at being the first team ever to play a home Super Bowl. That would have been so cool, man. That would have been so cool. To have the the Patriots, who you know are like the evil empire, go against basically a team that uh, I mean probably would just fill the stadium full of Vikings fans, and I'm sure there'd be a few Patriots fans. But to have Tom Brady and the Patriots, like they've won so many damn Super Bowls at this point, to have them go into a home Super Bowl playoff kind of atmosphere versus the Vikings, that it would just be like, all right, the Patriots have pretty much done everything. They've never done this before because this has never happened. It would just be like another thing. I got to be honest, though. Eagles fans have at it. They're perfect. Like, <laughs> yeah, the, the perfect answer to go deal with Patriots fans and yeah. their team. and Eagles fans are a little out of control. so They're uh, just animals. Yeah, Super Bowl uh, 52 is set. I saw so many people sent us the, uh, the story. I think it was on Sunday. Uh, like... Philadelphia city workers were out putting Crisco, like cooking Crisco, on telephone poles in downtown Philly because in case the Eagles won, which they did, they didn't want people climbing like light fixtures and telephone poles and hanging off them, like street signs and stuff. So they they lubed up their poles? Like all the poles are lubed. (laughs) Get ready for this Eagles game. Gotta lube our poles up. Well, it's good for them. There wasn't any like arrest or anything in, in Philly because no, of it, right? no, no arrests. Somehow, yeah. lubed up poles though everywhere. Lubed up poles ended up uh, working. So get excited, Steeler fans! It is, uh, I mean, pretty much worst nightmare, right? Yeah, it's about as bad as it gets. Patriots, you gotta. You got to root for the Eagles though, right? You don't want the Patriots to win another one. You don't want them to get closer to the. Uh, to the Steelers six. I mean, Philly, Philly's never won one. Whatever, they can get one. Let them get one. Have one. I mean, Go somebody's, ahead. Somebody's going to win this game. Lubed up poles. Let them have one, right? They lubed up their damn poles for this. They're going to have to lube the poles for the Super Bowl, right? Oh, yeah. Oh, man. Lube the entire city. Super Bowl Sunday. <laughs> get out there and lube those poles up, Philly. You're in the Super Bowl. Good for you. So that is uh, February 4th, Minnesota. Super Bowl uh, 52, and of course, Justin Timberlake is doing the halftime show. By the way, Justin Timberlake tickets all this week around 7.30 here on the 96.1 Kiss Morning Freak Show. It's Mikey and Bob. Uh, Justin tweets us, deciding if I should root for Philly or New England is the same as deciding how you would rather take a shot to the groin, kick or punch. Seems a bit aggressive. What would hurt more? Uh... A direct punch to the groin or a direct kick? I feel like you get more force with a kick to the groin. Yeah. I, would I think- feel like a punch to the groin is still, I mean, it's still going to hurt. But if you were, if you had to take one, I think I'd rather take a punch to the groin than a kick. I feel like you could just get more force from a kick. I would rather take a punch if yeah. I had to choose. I mean, it all depends, too, who you're taking the kick or the punch you know, from. I'm sure a That's punch true. from a like a, a professional boxer is not going to feel nice. But then, you know, if Steelers kicker Chris Boswell booted you right in the junk, I'm sure that's not going to feel nice either. I'd rather have a punch to the groin, though. I, I don't know how... Um, I don't know how uh, 
like Pittsburgh or like Steeler fans or whatever are on the fence about this. You want the Eagles to win the Super Bowl. That's it, right? Yeah. You don't want yeah. the Patriots to win another no. one. Uh-uh. They'll have six, right? Won't yeah. they have six? Yeah, they'll be six. Yeah, why do you want them to tie the Steelers? You got you always have to look at things with Steeler mentality. <laughs> Yinzer mentality, if you will, right? You don't want the Patriots to get another one. Mm-mm. You kidding me? Uh-uh. I uh, will tell you this, though. Either James Harrison or former Steelers running back LeGarrette Blunt is about to be a Super Bowl champion. That's another thing you got to take. I don't know what body part that's a kick or a punch to, but that's another it's another, thing, another thing to throw on top of the... Uh, <laughs> throw on top of the crap uh, Super Bowl pile that it is, but... Yeah, I don't know. I'd uh, I'd rather Philadelphia just win their first Super Bowl than have Tom Brady. I mean, really, like, I, I don't care if the Eagles. Like, I got no hate towards the Eagles. This is whatever. Like, they're in the NFC. It's completely different. Just whatever. Uh, just not, not the Patriots again. Uh, Chloe sent us a tweet over the uh, weekend here. This seems to happen a lot. She tweeted us, swiped right on this guy on Tinder based solely on the fact that his one photo of him was with Mikey and Bob. Yeah, there is a guy who took a picture with us. I think it was at one of our Halloween parties. Yeah, I think so. And he used it as his Tinder profile picture. And we get tweets about it all the time about how people just, you know, swipe right, right on him just because he used our picture. I don't know if that's a good thing or a bad thing. I hope this guy's a nice guy. Like we have no control over that though. But if you he's, if you're using us as bait. If you ever took a picture with us, I guess you could use it as your Tinder profile picture, right? I, it's a good icebreaker, isn't it? People swipe on you, you want to meet up with somebody, and you're just like, "Oh, Mikey, that's Mikey and Bob in your uh your profile, right?" What if somebody has no idea who we are though, and then they have to guess like what 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 one that the guy is on like, Tinder. Wow, you have some really oddly shaped friends. Me and Bob obviously are not on Tinder. A couple of married men here. Uh, yeah, wonder if they're, you know, it could be a girl looking for uh, an oddly shaped man. Sees sees that picture and just like, oh, I got a two out of three chance of getting an oddly shaped guy right here. Let me swipe right. <laughs> and then it's the normal shaped guy. What a disappointment. So uh, do we encourage people to use us as their Tinder profile picture? I, I don't or? see why not. I mean, yeah. Just, uh, Seems to be working. Just be nice, okay? Be nice on the dates. Do everything right. Dates? Do we call them dates? <laughs> have good sex. That's it. Just have, Enjoy. Have good sex in our honor. Uh, let's get to this live PD clip. This is a show on A&E where they follow police officers around and just basically record the different calls they go on. Uh, Jessica sent us a tweet over the weekend. Mikey and Bob got me watching live PD. Now I'm watching a guy with uh, American flag shorts singing Renegade to cops. What is happening with my life? (laughs) Uh, Rory tweeted us over the weekend. Crazy guy in America shorts and a trench coat singing Renegade on live PD. And he said he was just guilty of having too much fun. Uh, This guy was in El Paso, Texas. Uh, Renegade guy, it's on live PD on uh, on A and E. There was an aggressive male swinging a sword around. Swords apparently out. He wearing American flag shorts, black tennis shoes, and a black trench coat. American flag shorts. (laughs) 
<laughs> a trench coat. Uh-huh. Apparently swords out. I, I was just having fun. Just having fun. fun. Just having fun. So you don't have any weapons on you? No, sir. You sure? Only my play toy. That's it. Are these plastic? Yes. Only three and up can play when you're All right, he says only three and up can play. He said he's only got his play toys. Yeah, he has kids' toys with oh, him. Okay. Only three and up? Yes, yeah. yeah, sir. How old are you? I'm 46. I was just having fun. I, I sang a couple songs. Just having fun. Just singing a couple songs. That's the only thing I'm guilty of is having too much fun. The only thing he's guilty of is having too much fun. By the way, the guy didn't actually have a sword. We're not no, sure where that no. came from, but he's he's about to show you uh, how much fun he's having. All right, man, relax. Have a seat. What happened to your mouth? I got a dip in. He's got a dip in. All right, he's got Hell some yeah. tobacco in there. I was just singing to people. That's it. Yeah. Okay. I was singing love boat. Did he drop a love? Was that a love boat? Was that love out of, boat? Out of nowhere. I was just singing love boat. And then I was. Oh, mama, I'm here for my life from the long, long love. My man just dropped a Drop renegade on live PD. The TV show on A&E dropped a renegade on him. I don't know if he has the lyrics right, but, uh, you know, <laughs> he dropped a renegade. Oh, mama, I'm for fear for my... Oh, mama, I'm for fear. Oh, mama, I'm for fear for my life from the long arm of the love. By the way, like not only is this guy singing Renegade, picture him in American flag shorts. Hell yeah. A trench coat. Hell yeah. With a big dip in his mouth, too. You're good, man. Y'all my boys. Y'all my boys. Maybe you can go home and sing at home. Yeah. Just yeah, relax yeah. now. Shower. Sing in the shower. That's yeah, have a little Hell Renegade yeah. shower for yourself. Oh, mama, I'm for fear for my life from the long oh, man. arm of the love. Like an angel, like an angel. Right. Yeah, just kind of stay out of trouble. What do you have in the bag? Yeah. Three beers for uh, $3. What a de deal Hell of a century. Yeah. Three beers for $3, yeah. so a dollar a piece. Wow. So that's good. Deal. What a deal, man. Three beers for $3. Oh, mama, I'm for fear for my <laughs> life from the long arm of the Sounds like a man who's ready to party. Three beers for three dollars. Why aren't you at home just singing, drinking beers? Well, I'm running out of beer. All right. Well, you have, you have three beers now, man. Grab your beers. You're good, you're good to go home, right? Damn right. And there he goes. And then he walks away. Didn't get wow. arrested. Just three beers for three dollars. Had some uh, kids' toys on him. American flag shorts, a trench coat, and singing like a beautiful songbird. Renegade by Sticks. Oh, mama, I'm for fear for my life from the long arm of the love. There you go. That was on uh, Live <laughs> PD over the uh, over the weekend. Trust me, there was another clip over the weekend that we'll get to coming up in the 7 o'clock hour. That might even be better than, uh, than Renegade Guy. All right, uh, we have uh, 15 more chances today for you guys to win $1,000. That'll be coming up. At 10 after every hour. Also, Justin Timberlake tickets this morning around 7.30. Stick around. Follow and tweet the 96.1 Kiss Morning Freak Show. This was all over Twitter, Reddit yesterday. Twitter? Uh, huh? Twitter? I said Twitter, didn't I? <laughs> Did I combine Twitter and Reddit there? Did I twit it? At FS Mikey and at FS Big Bob. Hunter tweets us, drive from East Liverpool, Ohio to Washington, PA every day. That drive has to suck. Yeah. Ugh. Enjoy uh, listening to you guys laughing so hard. 
about you talking about lubing your poles. Uh, we are lubing our poles. Philly's lubing their poles. Philadelphia Eagles heading to uh, Super Bowl 52 in uh, Minnesota, taking on the New England uh, Patriots. But it was a story before the NFC title game uh, yesterday in Philly that they were greasing their poles. Uh, they really sent uh, city workers out there to lube up uh, like telephone poles and like traffic poles uh, so people wouldn't climb them if in case the uh, the Eagles won. I saw Fox 9 in uh, Philly are here um, tweeted out a picture of a guy. He has a, 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 a like bucket of Crisco. Like a, gloves. Co- a Costco or like <laughs> Sam's Club, like giant industrial, like pounds of Crisco. He's just lubing this pole up. Uh, they tweeted that they call themselves Crisco Cops. I, somebody sent us a Facebook message that uh, I guess when the Phillies um, won the World Series like a few years back, yeah. people were climbing things like like animals. So that's probably why they felt like they needed to lube those. Uh, the Eagles didn't actually win anything, though. Yeah, you know what's kind of weird? Well, you know what's funny, though, is like... Do people even celebrate New England anymore? Like, is there even a gathering in downtown Boston that the pa- that the Patriots get back to the Super Bowl? Nothing I saw on the news or like, anything. Like, even here, like when the Penguins when the Penguins win, you know, like the Eastern Conference and they're going to the Stanley Cup Final. Is there even anybody on the streets? I always feel like Oakland. Like there will be like a thousand pit kids in like yeah. in one intersection, and yeah. that'll be it. No, they'll you know. New, local news will have one helicopter up or something like that, and it'll be like, eh, this is it. Not too bad. Eh, whatever. Uh, they haven't been to a Super Bowl in a while in Philadelphia, so good for them. And uh, I'm sure there's going to be a lot of pole lubing for the Super Bowl, man. Super Bowl Sunday. <laughs> I got to double down. Get out there early and uh, start crisco those poles, Crisco cops. Uh, we had a tweet here from, uh, from Mallory. I got in the car the other morning listening to you guys talk about another Florida story. Then it popped up in my reunion group on Facebook. Turns out I graduated with Burrito Man. Wow. One reason I moved to Pittsburgh, I swear. (laughs) We had a lot of people send us the Florida Burrito Man story. We actually covered it on the show Friday. Uh, But yeah, Mallory, who listens to our show, went to to school with... uh, with Florida Burrito Man. Here was the story. Fernando County Sheriff's deputies say the manager of the bank found this man, 28-year-old Douglas Francisco, asleep behind the wheel oh of a car in a bank drive-thru. All right, he's sleeping in the bank drive-thru. This Doug, man, come yeah. on. What's going on here? The manager says when he tried to wake this guy up, Uh-oh. this guy beat on the window and asked the manager, a bank manager, for a burrito. There it is. There it is. <laughs> I love how Florida stories escalate. It's like the slow build, right? Like, officers found this guy sleeping. Bank drive-thru. Like, wow, how do you fall asleep in a bank drive-thru? Bank guy's just on the little microphone. Sir. Woke him up. Sir. Woke him up. Wake up. And he asked for a burrito. After the bank manager told him it wasn't Taco Bell. Not Taco Bell, man. This guy took off. Oh, (laughs) <laughs> and he's, he's gone. Deputies say when they tracked him down, surprise, he failed a field sobriety test. Uh, yeah, according to the arrest report, uh, he made several unusual statements, including that he wanted a burrito and uh, he thought he was at Taco Bell and he was at a bank of drive through By the way, hold on, let's think of this here. How great would it be if you go to the bank drive through and they, they send you a burrito through that tube? Like the whoosh tube? It's like that whoosh tube should be made for delivering burritos. It really should be. That'd be amazing, right? Whoa, there could be a business here. 
If it was like a bank drive through but with burritos. A burrito shoot? Oh, Whoosh. every day. Every day I'd go and ask for burritos. I'm telling you, this guy was in the future, man. This was. guy was not sleeping in this bank drive through in 2018. He, he did he, so much Florida, he, he was in the future. He was in 2035. Is he on drugs? He failed field sobriety exercises. He was under arrest. Uh, states that he had oxycodone and Xanax on him, both of which were prescribed. So this guy might have only been taking regular pain medicine than he was prescribed. I mean, he was just seeing the future, and well, it freaked him here, out. Though. You got to be careful with those pain meds, because it took him to 2035, and he has the greatest business idea ever. Everest tweets is here. I got free McDonald's from the guy in front of me because I was blasting Renegade listening to you guys this morning. Thanks. Wow. Pay it forward there. <laughs> yeah, That's it is. works here. We're playing a clip a little bit ago from the uh, show on A&E Live PD where they follow cops around. And this dude was just, uh, yeah, he had some beers on him and he was just, he was wearing uh, American flag shorts um, and a trench coat and he was just singing uh, Renegade. Oh, mama, I'm a fear for my life from the long arm of the what a city we live in where that can get you free McDonald's. That is. That's Yinzer Pay It Forward mm-hmm. right there. Uh, an estimated crowd of about 30,000 marched um, on Sunday downtown Grant Street, Margaret Square, started at the uh, the city county building, speeches by organizers, activists, male and female political candidates, the second straight January that uh, mostly females have gathered uh, to advocate for women's rights. Last year drew about 25,000, so even bigger uh, kind of the women's uh, march, the women's movement um, yesterday with that uh, that march of about 30,000 they're estimating uh, downtown. Government shutdown continues. The Senate, I guess, is supposed to vote at noon today to end the shutout uh, or at least get a short-term spending bill that would last three weeks. Thousands of federal employees are placed on furlough, meaning they won't report to work today. Uh, the military is considered essential and will still report for duty. However, those troops potentially could not be paid during a shutout. Oh. Essential services such as Social Security, air traffic control, TSA, will continue to be funded even if some employees in the agencies are not. Uh, your mail won't stop. U.S. Postal Service uh, will continue to uh, serve as the government uh, continues to Terrific. be shut down because, I don't know. It's like, no matter what your political affiliation is, it's amazing that... There's one party that's in charge of everything, and how how does the government shut down when that's happening? I I don't know. <laughs> Isn't that crazy. So government shutdown continues. I guess they're supposed to vote on it again today at uh, noon. All right, right now let's get into today in freak show history, brought to us by our friends at Moe's Southwest Grill. Welcome, Welcome to Moe's. Here we go. Today in, in freak, freak show, show history. history. Today. Today in Freak Show History, we take you back to 2015. Now, the New England Patriots are back in the Super Bowl. Uh, like, it almost feels like they are every damn year. Uh, this was a few years back in 2015 from a Boston TV station. You know where I'm going, Bob, when they won the AFC title? Uh, I believe so, yes. All right. Like, after a team usually, you know, is going to the Super Bowl, they win the AFC or NFC title. You know, the, the championship T-shirts and hats go on sale right, like the right. next day. Like it happens here in Pittsburgh. Penguins win the Stanley Cup. Dick's Sporting Goods will be open at 6 o'clock in the morning, you know, the next morning so you can get the hat and T-shirt. 
Well, this is from uh, 2015. A lady, I believe, is at a Models sports uh, store buying the uh, the Patriots gear, and she sounded exactly like Peter Griffin from Family Guy. We spoke with some loyal fans who are buying a little something for everyone in their lives. There we go. I am so excited. Like, you cannot believe how excited we are. Yo, that is Peter Griffin right there from Family Guy. That is the dad from Family Guy. You can't believe how excited we are. We came right from our place of business <laughs> to Models to get what? The AFC Champion T-Shirts! I like her energy. Yo, that lady did not handle herself. Dude, female Peter Griffin. The AFC Champion T-Shirts! like her energy. Now, we absolutely love the, uh, the Kids Bop albums on our show because we love when they take popular songs and have to switch the uh switch the lyrics mm-hmm. around to make them uh kid friendly and family friendly um popular song uh new rules by dua lipa play it on the station all the time right uh they did a kids bop edit mm-hmm. uh, all you really need are the rules because rules really in dua lipa new rules you, you listen to them, and you know that it's not going to fly with yeah. Kids Bop, right? Not, not going to make it. All right, this is the Kids Bop edit of Dua Lipa New Rules. One, don't pick up the phone. You know he's only calling because he's drunk and alone. All right, I don't think guys are going to be calling no. when they're drunk and alone in Kids Bop world. One, don't pick up the phone. You know he's only calling because he's sad and alone. All right, he's not drunk and alone. He's just sad and alone. Nobody's, sad. Drunk, nobody's drunk in Kids Bop world. Not drunk and alone. Just sad and alone. Two, don't let him to kick him out again. Hey, don't let him in. You have to kick him out again. Two, don't let him win. You'll have to let him down again. Don't let him win. Doesn't even make sense. <laughs> you have to let him down again. That one seemed like an unnecessary edit, right? Uh, yeah. All right, here comes the next one now. Three, don't be a stranger. You know you're going to wake up in his bed in the morning. Oh, boy. <laughs> None of that's going to happen. That ain't happening in Kids Bob World. Don't be his friend. You know you're going to wake up in his bed in the morning. Where are you waking up in Kids Bob World? Three, don't be his friend. You know you're going to meet up with your friends in the morning. Ah, there's no bed. There's no bed involved here. <laughs> you know you're going to meet up with your friends in the morning. That's it. We fast forward to the morning. You're not going to wake up next to some random uh-uh. dude. No, no. You're just going to meet up with your friends in the morning. Not going to wake up in his bed in the morning. And if you're under him, you ain't getting over him. I got no rules. I count him. You know that yeah, ain't flying. And nope. if you're under him, you ain't getting over him. Obviously, there's some questionable material there by saying if you're under him, and I don't have to explain what right. that. Okay. And if you're there with him, you there ain't getting over him. I got no rules, I count them. You're not under him. You're and if just, you're there with him, you're just there with him. And if you're there with him, you ain't getting over him. <laughs> so those are Dua Lipa's new rules. For kids. <laughs> Meet kid, your friends in the morning. The kids bop version. <laughs> We've been sitting here all morning watching Eagles fan videos from after they won the uh, the NFC title. It's, it's unbelievable. That city. There's some good ones. Like those fans deserve to beat Tom Brady and the Patriots. And here in Pittsburgh, I think we should all root the Eagles on just so we can see some of these fan videos. Listen, if the Patriots win another Super Bowl, it's just whatever. It's business as usual up there. 
Much like it is here in Pittsburgh. I like, don't even nobody think... goes too wild when we win a Super Bowl. It's not too crazy here. I don't. I didn't even see any news stories about people like celebrating last night for the Patriots. These videos out of Philadelphia are unbelievable. Did you say somebody was riding like a four-wheeler up the Rocky Steps? Uh, yeah, they had like a dune buggy. Like straight up the Rocky Steps. People everywhere, just straight up. There's another video of this guy. There's a bunch of Eagles fans on like uh, like a subway train. And then there's a, a chunkier man wearing an Eagles jersey running full blast trying to catch the train. Like it's going to stop and the doors are going to open, right? And he runs right into a pole. Yeah, he didn't make it. <laughs> He hit the ball so hard. I, like, we've just been watching Eagle fan videos all morning just because I saw they got on top of one pole, though. Did the Crisco cops not lube a pole? I don't think the, the lube mattered. They're the just animals. Eagles fans were just... All right, th- this is what Eagles fans were doing. You know, because we were talking about this earlier. There were a bunch of uh, officers who were out and putting Crisco on the traffic lights there. So in, in different, you know, poles. So fans couldn't climb them. And, you know, hang off street signs. Do you think that Eagles fans got together, maybe had 10 of them start licking the Crisco off the pole to de-lube it so it would it would be climbable? Maybe that's what they did. I mean, that's pretty good teamwork. Bill uh, tweets here, what about if they lose? Oh, my. Nah, it won't be as good if they lose. They might be angry, but they won't be going nuts like if they win the Super Bowl. That'll be their first Super Bowl. Oh, it is. I want the Eagles to win, just just so we can see Eagle fan reaction videos. Because uh, the ones coming out this morning are uh, are pretty damn good. Well, and because everybody but Tom Brady. Yeah. I'll take anybody but Tom Brady. We absolutely love the show Live PD on, uh, on A&E, right? Uh, they follow cops around. What was the one we were playing the other day from Indiana? The guy who went to the bathroom. Ooh. Uh, Did you use the bathroom again? Uh, remember, that guy? <laughs> remember that guy? Yeah, yeah. So they follow cops around, and always these weird things happen. And this was in uh, in Indiana. There was a shoplifter. What did they say they took? There's also a uh, Nautica cologne, as well as uh, Shopkins and a Playtex baby grooming kit that are in the back window. Wow, it's some odd things there, but uh, apparently he stole this from uh, a store there. Right now, you're openly saying that you did not take anything. No, sir. When he goes and looks at that video, it's not going to show you leaving that store anytime within the last 20 minutes. I did not leave mine or no, sir. One more time. I'm not about this. I didn't steal no shoes, like I said. All right, now this guy's denying he shoplifted. Let me tell you, the the payoff to this one is Spoiler alert. is quite amazing. Hold I want to see on video where I stole some shoes. Uh, right now, we got confirmation from yep. the officer there that they have video surveillance of him taking those shoes. All right, so this guy was saying, Let, show me video. I wasn't even in the store. They're like, okay, we and got video. Like, All right, we got the video, man. So this guy's going to jail for shoplifting, right? So right now, they do have video surveillance of you. You can get that at a later date. Here it comes. My crotch is on fire right now. My crotch is on fire right now. I didn't know we're just throwing that out. Officer, my crotch is on fire right now. Is that like throwing a Hail Mary, though? Like when you know you're getting arrested? Sir. You got to try to say or do anything to get out of it, get out of those cuffs? My crotch is on fire right now. Because I've been working me. I am sorry That's, that's that. from my, yeah, can I have that back, please? All right, now let me explain what happens because you, you can't see the video. They pull out of his pants this long ball of of toilet paper. This guy had like a ball of toilet paper, tissue paper, Kleenex, something. Yeah. All balled up in his in his crotch region. 
And he said his crotch is on fire, so he's he's got like his crotch <laughs> stuff. He's, he's got like a crotch wrap, basically. <laughs> like he he mummied his crotch. What's it from? A balls are chafing. Oh boy. <laughs> they hurt very bad. That looks like. So can I please put them back? <laughs> this guy's got a chafing problem. This crotch is on fire. Actually, no, you can't have that. Yeah, no, you can't have it. You can't have that. Interesting. Yeah, it's toxic to my because they hurt. Yeah. When you get down to the jail, there's a nurse there, okay? But we're not going to shove that back in your pants, okay? Yeah, they're like, no, we're not putting that back once we got your uh, Man, tissue paper out of your crotch. God, God bless those nurses. <laughs> Chafing crotchal region is not exactly what I was expecting to hear from him. My crotch is on fire. Chafing crotchal region <laughs> is not what I expected to hear from him. We searched the vehicle and we found a... Uh, All right, now now they searched the vehicle, right? This guy's going to jail with this crotch on fire. Now they search the vehicle and what do they find? Tooth in the ashtray, which is extremely odd. We have a tooth in the ashtray. Okay. Oh, right. Along with a prosthetic leg in the trunk so just you never know what you're gonna find we have a, we have a fake leg in the trunk too <laughs> bonus find a tooth and a fake leg my crotch is on fire right now and a crotch on fire chafing crotchal region is not exactly what i was expecting <laughs> to hear from him all right listen to the cop again he tries to be so serious with with chafing crotchal region, and then he kind of just loses it. Yeah. Chafing crotchal region is not exactly what I was expecting to hear from him. <laughs> tried, tried to hold it in, but he, uh, he couldn't. My crotch is on fire right now. My crotch is on fire right now. So if you ever get arrested for anything, apparently crotch on fire and chafing balls will not be the excuse to get, get, you, out of it. get you out of those cuffs. Uh, Super Bowl 52 will be February 4th in Minnesota. Justin Timberlake halftime show, and it'll be the Patriots- Versus the Eagles in Super Bowl 52. And you know what happened, man. I, I mean, I think most people be cheering for the Eagles just because I think a lot of people just hate the Patriots and uh, either they're jealous of their greatness or, you know, like a lot of people in Pittsburgh just hate them and think they, they're cheaters or whatever it is. Brady sixth ring. Can't let that happen. I would say outside of Boston, there are not a lot of Patriots fans. So. We decided to check the Facebook comments when the Patriots won the AFC title. And they're, they're going to, I don't know, like their 20th Super Bowl. So here we go. These are Patriots Facebook comments here. Here we go. We are going to a very deep, dark place on the internet. Yep. It's time uh-huh. for 961 Kiss Facebook comments. All right, now these are uh, comments from the NFL Facebook page after, you know, Patriots going to another Super Bowl. We'll start here with uh, Lynn B. The ref celebrating with the Patriots after the game gave away everything. 17-year season ticket holder for the Denver Broncos, and I will cancel them tomorrow. Whoa. This cheating league makes me sick to my stomach. This is why the league ratings are falling apart. Wow. I mean, she is a Broncos fan. Credentials. 17-year season tickets, but since the Patriots won, <laughs> she's it. gone. She's gone. You won't be lonely. You won't be lonely. Denver Broncos, you didn't even play, but you lost Lynn, 17-year season you ticket holder. And I'm going to miss Denver Broncos. And I'm going to miss Denver Broncos. I mean, poor Broncos. What the hell did they do? They didn't even do anything. Paul L. here. Rigged. Goodell can stick the league up his butt. <laughs> wow. 
a bit aggressive. The Roger Goodell depository there. <laughs> These are NFL Facebook comments after the Patriots make it to another Super Bowl. Tiana T here. Really, NFL? You should be ashamed. Only one penalty called against the Cheatriots the whole game? I am done watching. Oh, oh damn. damn. No. There she goes. You will be low. There goes Tiana. Done with the NFL. Not enough penalties. Not watching the Super Bowl. And a minimum is the NFL. And a minimum is the NFL. Angela N here. Always great to see a crooked team go to the bowl again. Oh, yes. Oh. Should be toilet bowl rather than Super Bowl. Whoa, Angela! Whoa, whoa, whoa! Calm, calm down and watch the language. So hurtful. Toilet bowl. Calm down. You're out of control. Got him. Please, Angela's family, yes. get her away from the keyboard. Yes. Should be toilet bowl rather than Super Bowl. <laughs> Like, the NFL is going to scroll Facebook comments and see Angela's calling the Super Bowl the Toilet Bowl and just go, we have a real problem here. We lost Angela. That's going to be one that really hurts. Rod- down inside. Rodney H. here. These are NFL Facebook comments after the Patriots make another Super Bowl. Oh, look. Patriots win again with the us- uh, usual help from the reps. Sickening and pathetic. Screw you, NFL. Let Trump in the crafts win this again, you pigs. Uh, let's go with uh, Ron H. here. I will be protesting the NFL on Super Bowl Sunday. Hell yeah. On a hot date with a Harley-loving honey that I met two weeks ago riding through downtown Tampa. Hell yeah! Hell yeah! All right, let me break this down. That is definitely somebody's Uncle Ron on Facebook uh-huh. there. Uh-huh. Doesn't like the Patriots. Hell no. Says he's not going to watch the Super Bowl. Hell no. Because, and then Ron goes into a fantasy scenario. Ron's going to let you know why. Where he says, no, not watching the Super Bowl. Mm-mm. Instead, I'm going to be on a hot date Hell yeah. with a Harley-loving honey that I met two weeks ago. Where are you going to be riding, uh, Ron, with huh? your Harley-loving huh? honey? On, Ron? Riding through downtown Tampa. So Ron is in Florida. Damn right, Ron. That is such that living is, the best life. That is such an Uncle Ron thing to type on the NFL Facebook page after the Patriots make it to the Super Bowl. Be like, I don't care. I'm be riding Ride around. Harley. It's okay. Don't care. Got a babe on the back. <laughs> it's like when you say like, I got a hot girlfriend, but she didn't even live in America. She lives over in Russia. You want to see a picture of her? I should. I'd probably marry her, but I, you will never see her. Just like, why ain't you watching the Super Bowl, Uncle Ron? Oh no. Oh, Harley, I'm going to ride around with a hottie around downtown Tampa with it. Just <laughs> shut up, Ron. You're going to watch a damn Super Bowl. Uh, let's end here. These are NFL Facebook comments after the Patriots make another Super Bowl. Maya V, ew, Belichick is a gross man. I bet he has bad B.O. That's a Belichick. Belichick? Let's be honest, though. Let's be honest, though. Belichick B.O.? Let's be honest. Belichick does kind of look stinky, doesn't he? I think it's I think it's because he always cuts his hoodies and stuff like that. Cut off sleeves. Yeah, I think he does Looks always. Like look. He, he can smell. That yeah. one's not too crazy. Other than calling him Belichick, everything kind of checks out there. I bet Belichick does kind of look 
and smell a little bit stinky with the BO. Just some NFL Facebook comments. Obviously, people not happy outside of Boston that the Patriots are making it to another Super Bowl. Uh, we were just reading some NFL Facebook comments because, of course, it's basically Patriots versus the world now that they've made it to another Super Bowl. Ashland tweets here, first thing I thought of when the Patriots won this weekend, so many people going to the crossroads Monday morning <laughs> with uh, with Mikey and Bob. <laughs> it's true, though, right? Uh-huh. It's true. Not many people like the uh, Patriots. Robbie tweets us here, Uncle Ron is a top five Facebook comment of all time. Hashtag hot date. Yeah, that uh, comment was a guy, Ron H. here. This Harley, guy yeah. logs on to the NFL Facebook page and puts, I will be protesting the NFL on Super Bowl Sunday. On a hot date with the Harley loving honey that I met two weeks ago riding through downtown Tampa. <laughs> like, just think that there is a grown man who logged onto Facebook and typed that for all to see. Yo, Ron had to let him know. Like, that is such an uncle brag right there. It's a single man right there who just, you know. Yo, Ron's like, got a that, Harley. That dude eats at Hooters Hell five yeah. nights a week. Hell yeah. Five nights a week. Christy tweets, I love Mikey and Bob reading NFL Facebook comments about the Patriots going to the Super Bowl, but much like Pirates Facebook comments, I kind of agree with all these people. By the way, Pirates Facebook comments, did you see what Rob Beer Temple from the trip <laughs> tweeted this morning? Bright and early. Rob Beer Temple, right? Beat guy for the uh, trip for the Pirates tweeted this morning at like 6 o'clock. Hmm. I've got that feeling that there might be some Pirates news today. Oh, boy. Oh, my. Oh, boy. Come on now. Come on now. Like, trade somebody else. What do you think it is? It's Can't gotta, be good news, right? Like, what? Jay Hay. You think it's a Josh Harrison trade? I mean, what's the good news that could come out right now? I don't know. New pierogi? They would. They would come out with a new rogi. <laughs> Anything at this point that the Pirates do, we're probably going to read Pirates Facebook comments about. Maybe it's the announcement for bringing back Sky Blast. Dude, what if it was? What if they listened to our show <laughs> like and us, us completely bury them when they traded Andrew McCutcheon? We heard your message <laughs> loud and clear. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, instead of doing about four to five marginal Sky Blasts, we're just doing one big one this year. It's Ricky Martin! Living La Vida Bucko! <laughs> Living La Vida Bucko! It's not gonna be Sky Blast. It's not gonna, I want it to be, but it's not gonna be Sky Blast, so. I don't know what Rob Beer Temple knows, but obviously something may go down with the uh, Pirates. By the way, did we. We haven't played the Clint Hurdle stuff yet, right? No. Huh? Alright, we'll do that coming up next here. Clint Hurdle was on the MLB Network. Now I don't. We haven't heard from him since Garrett Cole and Andrew McCutcheon got traded, right? Yeah. Okay. So Pirates manager Clint Hurdle does an interview with MLB Network. I'm telling you, he sounds like a hostage that's being forced to read like a like a ransom note. <laughs> that's what he sounds like. Follow us on Twitter at FS Mikey at FS Big Bob Phillips uh, tweets us here. Was going to text in the keyword to try to win a thousand dollars. Uh, but instead decided to hit a pothole and blow my tire out. It's not fun changing a tire in rainy, dark, foggy mornings. Uh, yeah, that sucks. You, it, you, you get to go home. It could always get worse, though. 
this could be snow. Like it could be a snowy morning. I'd rather I'd rather change a tire on a rainy morning than a snowy morning, right? I mean, both are bad because that snow's just melted off and it's just like yeah. crap out there now. Well, listen, Phillips, it could always get worse, too, because you could crap your pants. That is true. That's, that's the rock bottom. That's how you have to look at life. Like, when things are bad, it could always get worse. You could crap your pants. So, like, at that second where something happens and you think, wow, this is bad. Like, it doesn't does it get any worse than that? Yeah, it could. You could just crap your pants right then and there. But and then, then no. Then it's worse. Once you crapped your pants, it's only uphill from there. Yeah. You've reached the bottom. Um, Pittsburgh dad was trending on Twitter last night after the Patriots uh, got to the Super Bowl with a tweet that's now been retweeted 1,600 times. Uh, Pittsburgh dad with the tweet after the Patriots won. Just simply, Jesse James caught that ball. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Um, there's a report that the Milwaukee Brewers could sign big-name free agent pitcher U Darvish. Oh, terrific. I saw that uh, that tweet earlier this morning. Uh, that's not allowed. Bob Nutting, the Pirates owner, has taught us that teams like, you know, the Pirates and the Brewers, right. like small yeah. market to mid-market teams, are not allowed to sign big free agents. So despite what that report says... I don't think uh, I don't think they're allowed to. Bob Nutting has told us fake news. A team like the Brewers are not allowed to sign a high-priced free agent. No, MLB is not structured like that. Uh, Pirates manager Clint Hurdle. God bless you, Bob. Thank you. Pirates manager Clint Hurdle was on uh, MLB Network. I, I, this is the first time I think we've heard from him since uh, Andrew McCutcheon and Garrett Cole got traded. Fans need to feel what they need to feel. My job is to tell them how excited I am. What I am going to tell them is how excited I am to manage this club moving moving forward. <laughs> yeah, all right. So Clint Hurdle's job is to tell you how excited he is to manage the team moving forward. All right. Oh, As okay. I said, it's an opportunity for us to start a new era of Pirates baseball. New era of Pirates. Oh, Are okay. you excited for a new era of Pirates baseball? Not a good era, not a winning era. It's a new era of Pirates baseball. There'll be people, every time you open your mouth, you can feel shoot things down. Okay. Let it go, but here's what... No, no, I... No, okay, don't, let I, it go. No, but, don't, don't say, okay. But, like, every time you hear people open their mouth, like, okay, let it go. No, don't let it go. We want this to stop happening. The crap that's happening with our professional baseball team in Pittsburgh, we want this crap to stop. Don't just brush the fans off as, yeah, we, we get it. Let it go. No, Clint Hurdle, man. I like you, Clint Hurdle. You seem like a nice man. Don't tell fans to let it go and just brush fans off. People are pissed right now. And not like not like funny Facebook comments pissed. They're just like pissed that this has been happening for so long. My vision is, again, I mean, it's for, for us to honor the past. And it is for us to own the present and create the future. Oh, my God. Like, if that is not a Bob nutting. Like, did they write that for him to say? A, that is a dog crap. I, if you ever want a dog crap tagline, that is it right there. That is a perfect tagline for we suck bad. My vision is, again, I mean, it's for for us to honor the past. Honor the past. All right. Okay. What does that even mean? I mean, we're getting like a Clemente bobblehead or something. What's honor the past mean? It is for us to own the present. Own the present. I love it. We're going to own the present. He's reading this. He's definitely reading this. That's what I'm saying. He sounds like a hostage reading a ransom note. And create the future. Create the future. 
We're going to own the present and create the future. Okay, like own the present. What does that mean? So you know you're going to suck. What? You know you're going to lose. So we're going to own that. And then we're going to create the future. Well, it's good. We're the only Major League Baseball team that's looking to create the future. Everybody else is uh, is working on the present. They, no, nobody else is worried about their future. Only the Pirates are going to create the future. Our players have the opportunity to, to really – do something significant together. Yeah, okay. All so does so right. every other team. The, the the thing that's different is the other teams have better players than the Pirates. And there's some veteran guys on this team that are just excited I've been on the phone with. And please. All right, ladies and gentlemen, Pirates fans, excited. come to the ballpark. We have excited veterans. In Rodriguez, in Cervelli, in Mercer, in Contos, in Hudson, in Nova. Yeah, okay. Like, I've seen a few Pirates veterans tweet yeah, after yeah. the Cole and Cutch trade. They're not excited. These men expect good things to happen. They expect to win games. Yeah, so does every other team. So we're going to go take care of the team on the field. Did he laugh in there? I think he did. did he? I think he did. <laughs> There's definitely something going on there. Did we get a hurdle chuckle there to where he is? he has spewed so much crap that he actually laughed at himself there, kind of? We're going to go take care of the team on the field. <laughs> or did his voice crack? <laughs> did his voice crack? <laughs> Like, Bob Nutting is making Clint Hurdle read this hostage note right here. He's so uncomfortable, his voice is cracking. <laughs> We're going to take the team on the field. <laughs> We're going to go take care of the team on the field. I mean, Bob Nutting, Bob Nutting, let this man go. We need to play better, and at the end of the day, yeah. it's... It, just get better. Just keep working and get better. Yeah, right. um, we honor our fans. We love our fans. Yeah, okay. But again, yeah. they're going to feel what they need to feel. Um, yeah. My job is to continue to get our team to go out there and put a team on the field that they're going to want to come out and watch play yeah. to win ball games in the North Shore. Right, yeah. Yep. Well, there's Clint Hurdle kind of shining that, shine that turtle. He is. He's trying to shine the turtle. Listen, he's got a job, you know? He's got a job. He's got an extension and everything. He's, he gets paid he's, a lot of money. He's making his money. Yeah, he, yeah. He, he loves Pittsburgh. He does great work in the community. He's lying I to mean, all of us, though. What, what is he going to say? I, he's trying to shine the turd there, but instead he really comes off as just a hostage reading a <laughs> ransom note. This is what it, it's a hostage reading a ransom Hashtag note. Hashtag free hurdle. Right there. Free hurdle, man. Free, let him let go. Let him go, nothing. Just let him go. Free hurdle and just trade Jay Hay while you're at it. Now, we're always covering weird Florida stories. It seems like every day there's some other weird something in the news down in Florida. Here we go. Attention all listeners of the Freak Show. It's time to travel to the Sunshine State. Yes. It happened again. It's another Florida story. Uh, down to Florida we go. A Florida man arrested after police say... He took out his glass eye in the hospital. <laughs> All right, we have, yeah. an, uh, we have an eye out. He has whipped his eye out. And threw it at ER staff. Okay, he chucked an eye. He, he, <laughs> why? he pulled his he eye out. an eye out. And threw his eye at hospital staff, man. I mean, aren't they dealing with enough? Aren't they dealing with enough? Working on hospital staff, you probably... You know, see gross stuff, have to deal with patients, dealing with you, and then you pop an eye out? You don't even throw your damn eye at him. Come on. Edward Dorsey is arrested on a domestic battery charge after possibly being on drugs and drunk. Yeah. And officers say while he was throwing the eye, he screamed, I can do whatever I feel like doing. Oh, man, I kind (laughs) of hope it was better than that. I mean, it's still pretty good that he screamed when he was throwing the eye, I can do whatever I feel like doing. But I, I wish it was... I wish it was something better than that, you know? Yeah, yeah. I wanted Edward Dorsey to scream something like, Got my eye on you! <laughs> just, throw, just throwing out dad jokes there. 
I see what you're doing over there. <laughs> Look at this. I see you out in the hall. He just got, he just, he got a notebook full of dad jokes for when he throws his eyes. Just going to put that one in my only in Florida file right here. <laughs> right? It's a thick file. We got it. Yeah, there you go. So a guy yep. named Edward Dorsey uh, threw his eye at a hospital staff down in Florida. What if, though? What if? Okay. Him taking an eye out and throwing it was all part of his act. And really, he is an exotic dancer, ladies and gentlemen. Ooh, are you in for a treat tonight? Oh, boy. We have a very special dancer for you tonight. He knows tricks. Get those dollars (laughs) ready. There's two things that are coming off tonight, ladies. Those pants and his eye. Ladies and gentlemen, get your dollars out for one eye Ed. One eye Ed. One eye Ed. It's Ed Dorsey dancing for you tonight at the Pink Pony in Tampa. The 2006 male stripper of the year for Fort Lauderdale. You might also know him as Ed Dorsey, the one-eyed horsey. Ladies and gentlemen, he's in a pony costume for you tonight. Welcome to the stage. <laughs> the one-eyed horsey. Get those dollars out. It's Ed Dorsey. The one-eyed horsey. <laughs> Who wants to ride the pony tonight, ladies? By the way, you're going to have to guide the pony. He's only got one good eye and can't see a damn thing. If you got dollars to the right side of the stage, the pony cannot see you. Ladies, make some noise. If you're on the right, the pony cannot see you. (laughs) Again, you're going to have to chirp or clap your hands or something. (laughs) Ed Dorsey, the one-eyed horsey, cannot see you. If you're on the right-hand side of the stage, either make some noise, whistle, or come around to the left side. It's Ed Dorsey. The one-eyed horsey! Oh, come on! Get those dollars out! Again, he cannot see! If he runs into things on the stage and doesn't know where the pole is to strip, ladies, don't be alarmed! Do not be alarmed! Don't feel sad for him! Throw Just them dollars. give him those dollars! Ladies and gentlemen, dancing for you tonight. He cannot see you if you're on the right side. It's Ed Dorsey, that one-eyed horsey. Florida, making the show once again. Follow and tweet the 961 Kiss Morning Freak Show. Kelsey Tweets is here. What did I just say there? Kelsey Tweets is here? Kelsey Tweets us here. I uh, Oh, God, man. <laughs> Do I even need to read these tweets anymore? At FS Mikey and at FS Big Bob. Chaz tweets here. You has got to be crying with the Ed Dorsey one-eyed horsey. Steph tweets. I lost my blank during uh, your guys' show for Ed Dorsey, the one-eyed horsey striptease when you put on Genuine's pony. Eh, yeah. The man with one eye in Florida. Mm-hmm. We just randomly turned him into an exotic dancer. Nothing earning, wrong with that. Earning those dollars. Uh, Matt tweets us here about the Pirates. Uh, maybe we shouldn't be talking about Pirates Sky Blast but rather new walk-up songs. Who will be the Live and La Vida bucko hero every game? Oh, my gosh. Attention, any current Pirates players. 
If you use Ricky Martin, Livin' La Vida Loca, as your as your walk-up music, yeah. it will be so, so legendary. Who's going to be the person who lives La Vida Bucko? <laughs> Livin' La Vida Bucko! Oh my gosh, somebody's got to do it. It's got to happen. Who's going to be the hero to step up and make Ricky Martin their uh, their walk-up music this year? Of course, it is uh, Patriots and Eagles in the Super Bowl. Patriots beat the Jaguars 24-20, and the Eagles smoke the Vikings 38-7. Super Bowl 52, Patriots versus Eagles. The Patriots open as uh, six-point underdogs to the uh to the Patriots. And we're saying, I mean, you got to be rooting for the Eagles just based solely on the fact that their fans went completely nuts in Philadelphia yesterday and made so. I mean, we have a whole post up on the uh, site, 961kiss.com. I just tweeted the link out too, at FS Mikey on Twitter. Uh, first of all, this is from ABC6 in Philadelphia. They're in South Philadelphia by where the stadiums are, right? Yeah. Remember, their, their quarterback is Nick Foles. He's their backup quarterback because their main quarterback uh, starter, Car- Carson Wentz, got hurt. He's out for the season. So they have a backup quarterback, Nick Foles, in. Remember that. Now, the guy you're going to hear from uh, being interviewed on the news is a guy with an eye patch on for some I don't know if it's a, like a legit eye patch track or suit. like, yeah, he's wearing an Adidas track suit with an eye patch on. Let's go to Action News reporter Dan Cuellar right now for the scene on Broad Street oh, in boy. South Philadelphia. We, we he is at Broad and we You can hear the crowd here we on South Broad. They're going absolutely insane. We they want Brady. I was expecting a victory, but not a blowout. How about Manny, you? Oh, my God. My heart can't stop racing right now. Yeah. yeah. Amazing win. I don't have a voice. Yeah. How about Amazing. you? No, it's crazy. Right, no, hold on. Now, this is the kid with the eye patch. He's wearing an Adidas track suit. He's got an eye patch yeah, on. Yeah, and yeah. Wentz goes down. Big <laughs> Nick Sack. Sorry about that, but this is live television, folks, and stuff like this happens. He dropped a big blank Nick on the guy right there. He called the backup quarterback, Nick Foles, big blank Nick. <laughs> Wentz goes down. Big blank Nick. Nick. <laughs> it's amazing, right? Big blank Nick, he called uh, the backup quarterback, Nick Foles, right on the live news there in, uh, in Philadelphia. Uh, there is some Steelers news, I guess, kind of. This Le'Veon Bell thing is interesting. Ed Bouchette of the Post-Gazette did report last week that Le'Veon Bell skipped all but the final five minutes of the walkthrough before the loss to the Jaguars. And he also reportedly showed up later than uh, the deadline coach Tomlin usually sets for game days, Uh, which is interesting because then you read the report from Pro Football Talk that basically said reports about Bell's behavior match those of Antonio Brown last year. Uh, the report in Pro Football Talk says it's likely not a coincidence that there are sources in Pittsburgh putting out word that the player who wants to break the bank in free agency isn't worth as much as he'd like to think he is. But the Steelers would like the perception to exist that they're not happy with him, perhaps so that he won't get his expectations too high for now uh, for how much he deserves to get paid. I mean, I didn't even think about that angle. It's it's exactly what's happening to Le'Veon right now. Yep. Is almost exactly what happened to AB when he wanted a new deal too. Remember it was just mm-hmm. like the all oh, this is all the off-field distractions and stuff like that. Yep. <laughs> so you got to think. Ed Bouchette does not pull that report out of nowhere, right? That Le'Veon Bell like the sources, sources. Like the reporters aren't in there before the game. So it's got to be somebody with the team telling Ed who's uh, really close with the team, you know. 
So is it that far-fetched to think of it like that? They're trying to almost like drag Le'Veon and be like, you know, I mean, they could have kept that in-house probably. And I doubt it's Coach Tomlin telling Ed Bouchette, but you know. Maybe somebody in the front office. I don't, somebody. Somebody. Somebody gets a dead Bouchette, and somebody. then all of a sudden, Le'Veon's looking bad to the city, and Steeler fans are like, oh, he doesn't even care. He sh- Let him go. He's showing up late. And Cut him. All this stuff, and yeah, trying to drive the price down maybe. Uh, the Steelers did hire a wide receivers coach, uh, Daryl Drake. He was the wide receivers coach uh, for the last five years in Arizona with the Cardinals and was the wide receivers coach at the University of Georgia when Heinz Ward was there. Because a lot of people thought Heinz Ward could be the Steelers' wide receiving coach, but I'm sure he'll probably help this guy out. But Daryl Drake is the wide receivers coach. And Chris Mortensen of ESPN is reporting that the Cleveland Browns have engaged former Steelers (laughs) offensive coordinator Todd Haley in serious talks about being their new offensive coordinator. It's got to happen. It's got to happen. Cowboy Todd rides again. (laughs) Cowboy Todd has taken his horse down the PA turnpike (laughs) on that Ohio turnpike. And Cowboy Todd's going to the Browns. Come on, make it happen, right? It's got to, right? It's got to happen. I, like, I, Sign him up. Now that you have the thought in your head, it's just got to happen. Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> the cover of the New York Post Sports section just says, Worst Super Bowl ever on it. <laughs> <laughs> With a picture of Brady. <laughs> That's hilarious. Oh, God. I don't, I don't know if I can turn on ESPN for the next two weeks, man. Oh, it's going to be heavy. Heavy and horny for Brady. Everything. Breaking news from the Steelers. Roosevelt Nick, Steelers fullback, has been named to the Pro Bowl. Oh! Oh, We say this so many times. Getting upset about Pro Bowl snubs is one of the stupidest things you can even waste your energy on. Because once it gets closer, players drop out. Eh, players are just like, ah, I don't want to go. And then players get added. That's how Cam Hayward got added. Players actually go to the Super Bowl. Yeah. And now Roosevelt Nix uh, has uh, been added to the 2018 Pro Bowl. I don't know. There's like 10 Steelers at this point. Steelers coaches are coaching, too. Yeah. So Is anybody missing at this point that should be on it? I don't, I don't think so. Pretty much got everybody. Everybody's got to read this today, right? Yeah. Andrew McCutcheon who, of course, uh, was traded to San Francisco Giants, just wrote on the uh, the Players' Tribune uh, website a, a long article, whatever you want to call it, entitled Thank You, Pittsburgh. I'll just go real quick down some of the... I'll give you the Cliff Notes version of what Andrew McCutcheon wrote in the uh, Players' Tribune. title is uh, Thank You, Pittsburgh. It says, I forgot to say goodbye. It never actually sank into me. That September 27th, a Wednesday night game against the Orioles, might be my last home game ever as a Pirate. So when our last game of the season at PNC came around, I was really treating it like any other night. That's when the most amazing thing happened. The fans. The fans, man. I don't even know what to say. They just erupted. They got out of their seats. They stood up, started cheering for me like crazy. I've I've never got cheered like that loudly before. This was out of this world into another world. Baltimore's pitcher had to step off the rubber. It was so crazy. It kept going until there was nothing I could do but tip my ha- uh, hmm. hat. Until there was nothing left for me but to acknowledge it and embrace it. 
I swear, man, on that night, it's just like they knew. It's like somehow those fans in PNC knew that I was too focused on baseball, too focused on treating it like any other game to savor the moment on my own. Knew that I was too focused on still being a pirate to have the ending that I'd imagined I would. And so they had my back. They gave me the ovation of my life. So then he goes into the details of the trade, how he was, you know, with his wife and, um, you know, his, his new son, and they were putting him down for a nap, and he missed all the texts and calls, and then he finally saw the alert that he might uh, might be getting traded. Uh, Andrew McCutcheon goes on right here in the Players' Tribune. I know I'm a luckier guy than most. I know that 13 years with an organization is one heck of a run. When my career is finally over, I'm sure I'll look back on these years and think to myself, you know, that was impressive. That's something to be proud of. That was a pretty special thing. But right now, it's just too hard to go there, too hard to get to that place. It honestly just still stings a little bit. Right now, I'm thinking about the Derek Jeters and the Cal Ripkins, the guys I grew up admiring the most in baseball, how much I've always wanted to be like them, how much I've always wanted to be my own version of them for this franchise, for this city. It's almost like this word association thing. New York, Jeter, Baltimore, Ripken, you know you know what I mean? Those guys earned the right, earned that honor of being synonymous with their cities because those cities were the only places they ever called home. And I wanted to be that guy for Pittsburgh. So it just stings a little now to know that that's not in the cards for me. That was the first thing that crossed my mind after the phone call with Neil. How I thought I might have a chance, a real chance, to wear only one cap for all my baseball life. And now I'm going to wear another. Who am I? In my mind, for the rest of my life, I don't think I'll ever not be Andrew McCutcheon, Pittsburgh Pirate. For me, that's been more than just the job title. It's been a part of my identity for so long. It's an identity that I feel on a level so much deeper than just who's he play for. Andrew McCutcheon, Pittsburgh Pirate, has just been who I am. But at the same time, Andrew McCutcheon, San Francisco Francisco Giant, I'm excited about that. That's not me doing PR for anyone. That's just genuine and real. I'm excited for this journey. Who am I? Am I Pittsburgh? Am I San Francisco? Am I a pirate? Am I a giant? Am I the MVP who knows what it takes? Am I the new guy who has a lot to figure out? Then it hit me. I'm all those things. Because this trade that I'm a part of, it's just a trade. It's not an eraser to my time as a pirate. It's definitely not a goodbye to the city of Pittsburgh. It doesn't go away just because I'm about to go play for another team. My time living in this city, man, I don't even have to finish that sentence. I'm not leaving. Come on, guys. I'm never leaving Pittsburgh. (laughs) Maybe when I'm 100, they'll drag my butt back down to Florida snowbird style. But until then, we've got a beautiful house here. We plan on using it. Pittsburgh, it's home. It will always be home. This team will always mean a lot to me. And this city will always mean everything. So I'm going to need you all to have my back again, Pirates fans. If you see me, say hey. Maybe throw a cutch. Um, If you're in the mood, I'll be the guy who looks familiar walking around like he knows the place with a a few fresh tears and a big old smile. With San Francisco on his shirt and Pittsburgh in his heart. Signed, Andrew McCutcheon. Oh, God. Build this man a statue and just retire his number right now. Like... I'm so angry at this organization right now. I don't. I like want to take a time out from, and then like, like I, I just want to go. I want to fly to San Francisco and go see Kutch. I mean, like, Kutch play. Like, said I, he's, he, before he's always wanted to be a, a pirate for life, but yeah. then you know you read things that like you think Jeter in New York and 
He always wanted that. It's just, oh, God, why? I wanted that. I, oh, I think God. we all needed to hear that. Because, like, you hear him get traded, and you're just like, man, he's here for, like, like 15 years. Is it just like that? Is that how quickly this all ends? Like, you know, we're going to hear some, you know, mundane interview when he comes back to Pittsburgh about how, yeah, I'm excited to be back in the city. I think we all needed to hear that, didn't we? Didn't we yeah, all need yeah. to hear how much it all meant and still means to Kutch and that he's still going to be, you know, living here and not going anywhere like he is Pittsburgh? I think we all, uh, I think we all needed to hear that. So, if you want to read the full article, Andrew McCutcheon uh, wrote in the uh, Players Tribune. It's just amazing because he wrote something as kind of uh, moving as that was when the trade rumors started. You know what I'm saying? I remember he he wrote an incredible article in the Players Tribune about how about how much he loved the city. And I just remember thinking, like, how does management trade a guy like this after he pours his heart out about as much as he loves Pittsburgh? How how does management ever trade this guy? Like, you just got to make him a lifer pirate. Yeah. You know, as long as it's not too out of control, you just got to make him a lifer pirate. And then, of course, you know, he gets traded, and then he comes back just writing something uh, like that is uh, – you know, it it is what it is. He's he's Pittsburgh. He's Pittsburgh for life. He'll always be a pirate, even though he'll wear a Giants jersey and who knows, maybe another jersey after that. But uh, I don't think he'll ever be remembered for anything other than uh, being a, being a pirate. Uh, Ninety six one Kiss concert announcement: Kendrick Lamar's coming. A Kung Fu Kenny show in Pittsburgh Saturday night too. Saturday June sixteenth uh, out at Key Bank Pavilion. Kendrick Lamar's coming with nice. SZA and a bunch of other people, too. Um, tickets go on sale this Friday at noon. Kendrick Lamar coming in uh, June. So that'll be fun. Kaylee tweets us here. Uh, tuned in right in the middle of Mikey uh, reading Andrew McCutcheon's letter. Now I'm just driving home because it ruined my day. Stephanie tweets, you had me crying my eyes out with Cutch's letter. It's amazing to hear how he feels about the city. Uh, Sarah tweets, why you guys got to make me cry? Thank you guys for reading uh, Kutch's letter uh, this morning. Yeah, that's emotional stuff. Christy tweets, Andrew McCutcheon's an incredible human being. What a beautiful letter to the Pittsburgh fans. I legit was feeling his heart and emotion through his words. He will always be a Pittsburgh Pirate no matter what other team he plays for. Uh, yeah, Andrew McCutcheon writing just a, uh, a heartfelt letter to Pittsburgh saying thank you, Pittsburgh, on the uh, website, the Players' Tribune. Uh, Kesselmania just tweets us here. Wow, great read, but it just poured so much more gasoline on the hate for Pirates management. I could not agree with that more. Oh yeah, yeah, 100%. <laughs> I like, I think the first time, I think the first time Andrew McCutcheon wrote when he, when he thought he was going to get traded, when there were all the trade rumors and stuff, I feel like he went to the Players Tribune website because he he felt like he needed to tell Pittsburgh and Pirates fans how he felt that he's not telling management like he wanted to get traded, anything like that. He wanted to make it clear how much he loves the city and does not want to go anywhere and wants to be the one. He wanted to be the one to bring a World Series to Pittsburgh. He made that abundantly clear when he wrote the first article in the Players' Tribute. And then, of course, what happened happened. But I remember then, too. It was the same exact feeling like, well, Kutch writes this and that pours gasoline. Like, they can't trade Kutch now. <laughs> like, they can't trade oh, him now after God. he wrote that. And then, of course, they basically just, you know, fold and they waited trade and Cole and trade Kutch. And 
Um, and then Kutch, I felt like the, it, it, almost the same thing. He has to let Pittsburgh know how how he feels so they don't just feel like, you know, he just got so angry with it all, he just wanted to be done. Like, Andrew McCutcheon, the way he writes it out there is just like, if he could just reverse this trade, he would. Yeah. Again, yeah. him writing for the rest of my life, I don't ever think I'll not be Andrew McCutcheon, Pittsburgh Pirate. For me, it's more than the job title. It's been a part of my identity for so long. It's an identity I feel on a level so much deeper than just who he plays for. I mean, then just the whole paragraph about how it's just a trade. I'm not leaving. Yeah. It's not an eraser to my time as a pirate. It's definitely not a goodbye to the city of Pittsburgh. It doesn't go away just because I'm about to go play for another team. My time living in this city, man, I don't even have to finish that sentence. I'm not even leaving. Come on, guys. I'm never leaving Pittsburgh. Maybe when I'm 100, they'll drag my butt down to Florida snowbird style. But until then, we've got a beautiful house here. Plan on using it. Pittsburgh, it's home. It'll always be home. This team will always mean a lot to me. This city will always mean everything. And then him just writing like, so I'm going to need all of you to have my back again, Pirates fans. All right, does that mean we cheer for you when you play in a Giants jersey? Because we absolutely will. We absolutely, like, PNC Park is going to go nuts when Andrew McCutcheon comes to town. That's if people buy tickets. I love Andrew McCutcheon. I do. I don't even want to go to that game. I, like, I know he's going to expect a lot. I don't even want to be there. I don't. I don't, I don't want to go to a game. <laughs> I just don't want to. I mean, if I had to go to one game, that would be the game I go to. I just don't want to go to the game. If you want to, fine. But make that just the loudest ovation like Andrew McCutcheon was talking about his last at-bat at PNC Park yeah. when everybody went nuts. Give him that ovation again when he comes back. If, you, if, if you're, you're getting going. the tickets for free, I, I don't know. Him just saying, I'm going to need you all to have my backing on Pirates fans. I believe that's Andrew McCutcheon saying, hate management. Continue to hate management. That's that's what I read through here, right? Uh, he, actually I, does, I, he, actually, he actually does say good things about uh, Neil Huntington. How, you know, Neil reached out to him and everything and let him know about the trade. So he does say that. I, I don't, we don't, we need to include that part though. No. So again, if you want to read it, it's on playerstribune.com. A uh, nice kind of love letter to Pittsburgh. And uh, uh, I definitely agree with what Castlemania tweeted there, though. It is gasoline on your Pirates management hate fire is, is what it is. It's just like it's Andrew McCutcheon doing exactly what he did before, letting everybody know the truth, going, I did not want to be traded and everything like this. And then just I'm not going anywhere. I love Pittsburgh. Just remember, I'm in a different jersey. I love Pittsburgh. Yep. I'm not going anywhere. And then. Hate Pirates management. He didn't come out and say that, but I'm saying it for him. Follow and tweet the 961 Kiss Morning Freak Show. Allie tweets here. Why is Bob down to one eye? I definitely missed something. Bob has legally been blind in one eye your entire life, right? I'm legally blind. Yeah. At FS Mikey and at FS Big Bob. You see this uh, explosion here on uh, Twitter. Author Stephen King. A pretty famous dude, right? Uh, yeah. Uh, just tweeted, I liked listening to the Pittsburgh accent when I was there working with the late, great George Romero. Only Pittsburgh people know what you mean when you say, I'm going to jaunt eagle. 
J-A-U-N-T-I-G-G-L-E. I'm going to Jaunt Eagle. All right. Like, did he just come with that randomly? Yeah, just right. There's not nothing. That, yeah, just randomly. Must be <laughs> just waking up thinking about Pittsburgh this morning. And George Romero and just wanted to shout out to Pittsburgh. Only Pittsburgh people know what you mean when you say, I'm going to Jaunt Eagle. <laughs> And if you read his replies, people are completely confused like he's speaking some sort of foreign language. And, you know, somebody eventually is just like, Giant Eagle, that's our supermarket here. Everybody but, calm down. But even if you, even if somebody from Pittsburgh says Giant Eagle is our supermarket, it still doesn't make any sense. <laughs> like, does somebody not from Pittsburgh who has no idea what the Pittsburgh accent is? By telling them, oh, he said Jaunt Eagle because our... Supermarket here is Giant Eagle. Oh, okay. You see, connect, <laughs> connect it, connect it. Some people won't even be able to connect no. that. No, not at all. That was pretty cool, though. Is it the end of our show? How is it already ten o'clock? I don't even what know what happened. happened. I have no clue what happened today. All right, uh, Penguins are back at it uh, Tuesday. They're at home versus Carolina. They lost two out of three on the West Coast trip. Currently out of a playoff spot, but whatever. They'll get it together. Patriots and Eagles in the Super Bowl. If you'd like to see some of the Eagles fans celebrating after their NFC title win, 961kiss.com, Mikey and Bob Page. We can only hope the Eagles win the Super Bowl just because I want to see that city react to a Super Bowl win. If they did the things that they did after just making it to the Super Bowl, I want to see them win the damn Super Bowl. Uh, tomorrow, more tickets to go see Justin Timberlake around 7.30 on our show. We'll do that uh, all this week. I saw Jumanji this weekend, finally. It's good, right? Yeah, went to, did you see it? Yeah, I saw it. Yeah, it was good. It's still number one at the box office. It's made, uh, cost $90 million to make. It's uh, worldwide uh, made over $760 million. It was real good. I loved Jumanji. Yeah, it was funny. You know another movie I watched this weekend? The uh, I think it won a... Was it the SAG Awards on last night? Uh, sure. That uh, three billboards outside of uh, Ebbing... Was it Missouri or... I don't know. I watched that. It was good. I like Jumanji better, I though. I say Jumanji better. <laughs> I like I know that that three billboards is winning awards. It got a lot of Oscar buzz. Jumanji's better. Jumanji might have been the greatest movie I've seen in the past year. <laughs> Give Jumanji an Oscar. <laughs> I'm telling you, man. Hey, that's I, not even a lie. <laughs> like Jumanji is probably the best movie I've seen in a year. <laughs> yeah, we don't. We don't. We're not very highbrow. No. Uh, Three Billboards was a good movie. Like, I like a good, like, serious movie. But, man, I just, with movies, I think a lot of times I just like being entertained. There's got to be some real action in it. Jumanji may be the greatest movie of the the year. Give The Rock an Oscar. The greatest movie of the century. The Rock and Jumanji. (laughs) All right. What else we got to do? Oh, Freak Show question of the day. This will be with Tall Kathy right around uh, 530. Uh, Get the answer right. Win yourself a prize. Maybe some tickets. Question of the day today. What did a Florida man throw at hospital workers? (laughs) Now, if you didn't listen to our show and you're just randomly hearing it and want to take a guess, you'd probably guess feces. Not the right answer. Uh, His glass eye would be the right answer. What did a Florida man throw at hospital workers? His glass eye is the answer to the Freak Show question of the day. If you miss anything from the show, get caught up on our uh, podcast. We'll have it up in a couple minutes on the uh, free iHeartRadio app and uh, the Mikey and Bob page, 961kiss.com. Is that it? Uh, you done there? Yep. All right. Ryan Seacrest shows up right now. Thank you guys for oh. listening. Bye-bye. KSG HD Pittsburgh. You're on air with Ryan Seacrest. Twitch.